Hello and welcome to Sports Talk, your no-nonsense roundup of the best sports news, views and interviews in our area. I'm David Lee, news reporter for the Express Series newspaper and host of the podcast. Reporters Dan Darlington and Josh Brown are with me today as we unpick a weekend which featured a frustrating draw for Mainhead United in the FA Trophy and a pleasing point for Windsor against Hellenic Premier Division leaders Westfields. Good afternoon to you both. Um, slightly different surroundings here at the weekend, Dan. You're off oh, yeah. to, um, well, different surroundings in here because we moved from our... <laughs> Normal boardroom HQ, and we've been uh, and there's no lights. Kind of shunting, shunting, shunting <laughs> out into a spare room. Um, yeah, and currently under the cover of darkness, but uh, we'll have to maybe get the candles out uh, if the, <laughs> when the Let's sun go goes away. Um, Dan, you were at the uh, hockey this I this was, weekend. Yeah. I was thinking, were there any burger vans or anything like that that you normally get at uh, the kind of football ground when you go there, or was it? Um, just standing outside the no, kind of just standing turn. outside. I, I was saying uh, there was probably about a dozen or so supporters, and I think most of them were were related to um, to the players who were playing. So, but they were quite a vociferous crowd. You know, they were encouraging the uh, encouraging the players and getting on the umpires' backs. So, similar to a, a normal game of football. <laughs> a rugby, tough day for the umpires. <laughs> um, what we're going to do is we we'll start with Josh, who was. Um, at uh, Stag Meadow, as uh, we're watching the Hellenic Premier Division clash where Windsor picked up an admirable point at home to runaway league leaders Westfields. A Billy Montague opener was cancelled out by the visitors just before half time, but the Royalists dug in to secure a point, much to the satisfaction of boss Mark Cooper. Josh was um, yeah, there to witness the action, and we'll hear from your interview uh, with Mark Cooper now. Yeah, so obviously really hard-earned points today and, um, you know, potentially could have gone on to win it. I mean, you've had fair chances both first and second half. Yeah, I thought, considering they're top of the league by a country mile, um, obviously we're pleased with the point, but I didn't think we, were, we weren't hanging on at any stage. I thought it was a very competitive game. I didn't actually, if you watched it, not knowing the, 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 the league table, you wouldn't, I, I yeah, believe that you wouldn't have known who was... Who was who was top who was middle of the table I thought it was um, yeah, a very very good game um, like I said we had our chances to win the game but I think probably on balance a draw probably a fair result uh, our, the average age of our squad is, is 22 today that is including Coyne who's 34 uh, so we got a young side but I think um, the maturity of the performance was uh, was really good. You know, they, they made some, they were they made really good decisions, and um, they were very tenacious, and they had a bit of quality about them as well. So, so yeah, very pleasing. Um, and obviously, you, you see, you took the lead first, but obviously they fired back pretty pretty soon yeah. after. Um, did that change your half-time team talk at all? No, not really. You know, um, we just said you know, we're going to try and win the game. Um, we were, were wind against first half, uh, so we, you have to play a different way. Um, certainly in the second half, we tried to play a slightly different way. And um, no, the goal they got, they obviously got quality, and you know, they, they were going to get a couple of chances. Um, the goal was a bit unfortunate because we headed it onto their player who went into the, into the bottom corner, but no, I thought we were. Thought we were terrific today. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, as I believe, you have a Blackwell a few, a few days do. ago. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you're obviously looking to carry some momentum on and, and you know pick up a win there potentially and kick on, kick on up the league. So. Yeah, it's five unbeaten for us. Oh, brilliant. And, um, and uh, yeah, no reason why we can't very give another very good account of ourselves Tuesday night, which will hopefully um, result in some points for us. Absolutely. And finally, man of match today. Do you have one? Oh, 
<laughs> man of the match today no I don't uh, I think it would be unfair with a team performance like it was to hand out man of the matches there was, there was, a, it was a, some great individual performances I thought Paul Coyne was excellent I thought Kai Davis was excellent um, so probably the two standouts for me were Kai and, and Coyne thank you again Mark no problem so um, we've heard from Mark there um, pleased with the point maybe they could have even got more um, on the day, and that that was a you know a good sounded like a good performance and result against a team that you know at the moment are nine points clear at the top of the division and um, have only drawn four games this season now. Yeah, definitely, and I suppose the most striking thing was that the fact they had an average age of twenty two years old. They're a relatively young side um, that Mark Cooper put out, and Paul Coyne was was the eldest player on the pitch at thirty four. But the way they played, you'd think it'd be a, a senior side and, and the way they sort of knocked the ball about and passed it in the opening 10 minutes they definitely looked up for it and, and you know I think it startled Westfields perhaps a little bit cause, you know they didn't start as, as quick as I thought they would for a team top of the division um, and you know to, to to take the lead I think was very deserved actually because um, Westfields just didn't take their chances and, and they had some really really tough time up front especially with the defence wins ahead Um and and the result puts um, Windsor two points off the top ten now, which is um, which is obviously a very very good position for for Mark Gibbs side to be considering the sort of season they've had so far. I suppose it's been a bit inconsistent. So could you could you see the difference in quality between the two sides, or or were Windsor did Windsor match up pretty well? I, I think Windsor definitely matched up well. I think after the game, Mark Cooper said um, he couldn't tell the difference, or if someone came to the game not knowing where. Each team were in the division, you won't be able to tell the difference between the first place side and the, the mid table. So yeah, I think um that was a fair judgment really. They really really did well that afternoon. I'm feeling pretty downbeat about this uh, average age of twenty two. <laughs> That's my age. So. Is it now that I have to give up <laughs> the dream of ever playing in <laughs> playing in the Hellenic Premier Division? Yeah. I think that that dream may be gone for me now. Uh, but it is an interesting point because that's um the the idea of bringing through youth with the kind of link up with the Cotscreen Sports Academy in years gone by as well that's always been a um, quite a key kind of um, sort of plan for the club and you know that's clearly they're still hoping to have that kind of youthful side and building for the future yeah definitely and it's sort of they recently signed that Ryan McNamara uh, I can Mac- Mac- McNamara that's I'm the one good. yeah um, he he was very good. I thought he signed from Virginia Water. He's obviously yeah. their tenants, and and you know he looked really really good. Unfortunate score on the day, but um, linked up well with Windsor's already existing wingers they have there, and you know I'm sure he'll pick up his first goal for the club in, in the coming weeks. Yeah, so I was speaking to Mark Cooper in the last couple of weeks, and he seemed to suggest that he now has a a kind of a settled side that he's that he's happy with. I think it's taken him three months since he took over. Uh, as manager to really get that side and you know they've had a lot of loan signings coming in and going and it's it's been a little bit um, difficult to get a kind of a, a solid kind of starting 11 or starting you know squad of 16 but I, I think getting that side together now has really helped. Yeah I definitely think so I think um, as cliche as it might sound it's sort of these are players that want to play for, for wins and obviously prove themselves to you know get regular game time and, and that's what they're getting and um their captain at the moment who's been picked for the season is 19 year old Luke Abton I think he took over from Luke Brooksmith yeah. is that right? so that's you know that's a testament to what Mark Cooper wants to do if he's naming 19 year old as his captain when Paul Coyne as I mentioned was excellent all afternoon on Saturday and could have easily been the captain for the season but Mark Cooper has a lot of trust in his squad to pick 
a younger player. Yeah, and there's an interesting match-up on Tuesday night, um, which uh, if Josh... Uh, Gets working, <laughs> this will be published before then. Uh, Windsor take on Flatwell Heath. And um, yeah, both sides close to each other in the table, but Flatwell have games in hand. Um, so yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see at Stag Meadow how that one pans out. Yeah, I, I was meant to mention that Windsor's, that was Windsor's fifth game unbeaten in all competitions. Mm. And Flatwell were having a bit of a rough time at the moment. So. They're a bit patchy there. Yeah, yeah. so it would kind of be probably the best time to play them. And yeah, they do have games in hand, but I think be really interesting to see which of those two sides finishes higher in the table um, yeah definitely I, I think Windsor in, in a similar way to Burnham earlier in the season they're, they're, like you say they're stringing together an unbeaten run now they're moving up the table you know maybe slowly but surely they're kind of beginning to move in the right direction whereas Flackwell Heath have been getting a lot of draws um, and I mean you know they might have deserved to win a few more matches but they've actually been drawing a lot of games so um, um yeah, well, I imagine there's bragging rights not only at stake for this match tonight, um, Tuesday night, <laughs> um, but also in terms of which side finishes above the other you know, in the league this season. It would be interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. OK, let's get on to the uh, results elsewhere. Um, Maidenhead travelled to Hells in Town um, for their FA Trophy clash. Game finished 2 all, two all. Goals from uh, Josh Marl and Joe Ellul, um, but they were paid back twice um, from a team that were... Uh, Three divisions apart, I believe, right, in the yeah. Southern League Division One Central. Um, so yeah, they have a replay on Tuesday night, and uh, they have the plum tie if they get through of having to travel to Halifax Town. Um, and I saw that they had three tough away games on the spin if, if they do get through. Um, so yeah, it's um, not the tie that they would have wanted. No, not you know. I think I think all managers always ask for a kind of a home tie in the next round. Not that they're there yet. They've still got a, a bit of work to do to get past Hales Owen, and and they seem like a pretty, you know, uh, competitive side. This, you know, I don't think um, I don't think Maidenhead were unfortunate on on Saturday, from what I've read. Um, <laughs> most of the reports were kind of from a home side's point of view, so it might be a little bit biased. Yeah, it's a great um, strike. Well, I did watch the highlights, and yeah. uh, one of their equalisers was uh, yeah, superb strike. Well, yeah, right. It was like the rocket right into the top corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, partially booked as well for going <laughs> into the crowd. I think so. Uh, yeah, they were good. I think, and Alan Devonshire mentioned this last week. They're a good side. They're in form. You know, they haven't lost a lot of matches. They've got a, a striker who's scored twenty five odd goals plus this season. Um, so I think I think they've negotiated kind of part of the hurdle. They've just got to kind of finish off the job um, and and get the win on um, you know tomorrow night. Um, which obviously they're more than more than capable of doing. I think they'll play a reasonably strong side, um, but uh, you know the management team will have an eye on um, Saturday's league trip to Halifax. Um, you know that's still the uh, priority for the season. Survival is is the main thing. They'd like to um, go through a few rounds of the FA Trophy and um, you know pick up pick up a you know a bit of money. Um, but um, yeah, I think if you'd asked Alan Devonshire today, would he rather go through tomorrow night and play Halifax in the next round, or would he rather pick up three points on Saturday? I think he'd take the three points on Saturday. Yeah, and a bit of Ricky Town two with uh, Slough Town at the weekend, uh, a late equaliser. Yeah, I feel a bit for Slough at the moment. I don't think they're playing too badly. Um, they've also had this period over Christmas and New Year where they've picked up bad illness. Injuries and um, you know they, they, I, I went to see them 
you know, last weekend um, against Eastbourne Borough, and I, they probably should have won that game, but you know, they were kind of pegged back in the in the second half, and and, and didn't. Ha- they looked like a team that were kind of, you know, out on their out on their feet. They looked tired, and they didn't have many options off the bench. I think they only had a couple of players to come in off the bench, so. Um, they, there wasn't a lot they could do to change that game. Uh, in this game against Billericay, they were two one up. Um, goals from Matt Lynch and George Wells until the ninety second minute, and then Ronnie Henry got an equaliser. So they were seconds away from what would have been a really good, good win for them. Um, they're still in, you know, in with a good shout of promotion through the playoffs and getting into the playoffs, and and that's the the stated aim for the the season. And I, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll do that. Yeah, and uh, Brimscombe, Burnham, Naps called off. Mm. Some big old puddles by the looks of things when I was looking on, when I was looking on social media when they put out a uh, post beforehand. And uh, yeah, I don't think there was much hope that that game was going to go ahead. It's been mild, hasn't it, over winter? But it's been very wet. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Hollyport two, Risborough Rangers four. Um, the league leaders uh, in the Hellenic Division One East um, just proving too good. But Hollyport did get back to. To all in that game. Yeah, I think if you take out, I was chatting to Josh about this before. I think if you take out the first ten minutes and the last fifteen minutes of that game, I think it was quite competitive from Hollyport. But they conceded two, and then they at the start, and then conceded two at the end. And um, yeah, that's a bit of a disappointing afternoon for them. Although yeah. Risborough will probably go on and win the league. I think. Yeah, well, they'll take some crumb of comfort from that. Um, a uh, change of scenery, Dan, for you at the weekend as uh, you went back to school for Mainhead United versus yeah. Richmond Twos. Um, Maids made heavy weather of it against the league's bottom side, but Matt Keelock opened the door for three points by grabbing a winner minutes in time. Dan spoke to the Mainhead hero after the game. Here he is. Matt, so you, first game of the. Of- I suppose the new year, uh, fantastic turnaround in the second half there and, and great for yourself to get a couple of goals. Yeah, no thanks, yeah, important to get back into the second half of the season to get some points. We had a uh, pretty unfortunate first half really, losing by one goal in a lot of cases or getting draws when we when we should really have won. So it's great to come back uh, with a win. So uh, hopefully it's a start of things to come for this half. What did you say, or what did the captain, or what did you say at half-time to turn that game around? Because the first half performance wasn't as good as the second. It certainly felt a lot better in the second Yeah, half. it was really about keeping it simple. We, we were, you know, we come back having not played for a bit, and we were just holding the ball a little bit too long, weren't sharp enough, and we are just given the easy passes all we had to do. Yeah, and it looked like you were a lot sharper in that second half. The passes were being sent a lot quicker, and, and, you know, you took both of your goals really well, especially the first one. Yeah, it's really, I think it really was about uh, simple. So from the start, we were doing a lot more talking. Uh, we were holding our positions more and playing with our heads a lot more uh, than, than we did in the first half. And I think that was really the clue. I think we, we used the space much better, we passed the ball much better, and we kept things simple. And it, it felt like that second goal was coming. It looked like you might run out of time, but, um, you know, important for you to just get in front of those defenders in the end and, and touch that ball home. Yeah, we'd had, we'd had quite a few chances and a, and a few breaks. Um, and, it, and it was about it coming. And I think in the first half of the season, we... Uh, we struggled to convert, so uh, it was great that we uh, we got them with a few minutes to go and could uh, you know keep them out for the win. And do you think this is give you a good lift going into the second half of the season? Do you feel like there's more wins to come there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean we know that you know even against the top teams in the league, uh, we we played well. We haven't we haven't struggled against anyone. So. There's points in every game for us, and uh, I think it's uh, yeah, looking good for the second half. Fantastic. So Dan, uh, yeah, Mainhead left it late, 
Um, yeah. and, and it was, uh, yeah, first time you'd been, you know, swapped kind of the usual surroundings of York Road for Altwood School. Um, how was the game and what did you make of the performance from Mainhead? It, it was entertaining and it, and it, as a game and um, it was a performance that improved as, as, as the game went on. You know, I think we've, we've spoken about the kind of the effects that the kind of Christmas period and New Year period and the break that you have can have on sides. And I know Mike Parrott mentioned it, mentioned this, you know, Maidenhead rugby club being in Christmas mode last weekend. Um, and I think Maidenhead, the, the hockey team, had, had the same problem. I think it took them a while to get going. Um, against, you know, I thought looked quite a decent Richmond side and they were difficult to break down. They weren't conceding many chances. Um, but you could see that Maidenhead weren't, you know, passing the ball around as, as sharply and crisply as they should have been. Um, and they were, in, in a sense, they were making life easy for, for Richmond. And although the visitors didn't create that much, they did get one short corner towards the end of the first half. And, you know, in, whenever you get a, a chance like that, um, there's an opportunity for a goal. And they executed it very well. And, you know, they, they set up, set the ball up very well and slapped it into the top corner. Um, so at half time, you're thinking there was a lot for Chris Brown's side to do, but they were much, much better in the second half. Um, you know, they moved the ball around quickly. They they attempted longer passes. Um, you know, they stretched the the team a lot better. An excellent move for the first. Um, I think it was Will Strang who played a great through ball um, for Matt Keylock, who kind of slipped the ball past the keeper and then swept it home. It was a good finish. And then it and then it was all Maidenhead. You know, a succession of short corners some chances the ball in the D shots being taken the keeper kind of kicking the ball away with his feet I think on one occasion one of their players defenders stopped the ball with his stick on the line which is incredibly difficult to do you know to stop a flying ball on the line um, but yeah they got there in the end and it was uh, it was Keylock again who was kind of slid in at the back post like you, you know, much like you would see in football, right? it just looked like a load of bodies. <laughs> He's headed it in. <laughs> it just looked like that a load of bodies going for the ball. Um, but presumably, I didn't see it. Presumably, he got his stick to the ball first, and it wasn't yeah. knocked in off a foot. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, so that you know, quite dramatic stuff at the end. And yeah. when you look at the table, an important win with um, it looked like tough, tough games coming out for Mainhead, and uh, yeah, it, it keeps them um, yeah away from those kind of uh, bottom places. Just about. Yeah, you, well, you mentioned that they'd had a, you know, they started the season with an away defeat to Richmond, and that was Richmond's only win of the season so far. So, um, so it, you know, that got them off on on got the season off on a really bad start for them. Um, now they're getting the second half of the season off on a much better note. So hopefully they can take a bit of confidence from that. And um, you know, I think I think they, you know, the second half they. Um, they seized the momentum and took their chances and I think if they can do that in their other games they'll do quite well Yeah, and looking at the scores elsewhere uh, Slough 2, Henley 3 so uh, more misery for Slough in um, yeah, the Prem did 2 West uh, yeah yeah. like I said you know I'd, you know they're one of the teams that have been, been struggling a little bit alongside me so um, yeah um, it would be good to see them kind of turn things up a bit and then start to get a a few results under their belt. And there's some interesting results in the rugby when I was going through them earlier. Uh, Main had a draw, 25 each against Ivy Bridge away on the road. And uh, yeah, big win for Windsor too. Yeah, uh, well, I'm uh, sorry, Josh, you were saying. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to dive into the Windsor match, really. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm quite oh, a Windsor boy myself. The, the Windsor correspondence, <laughs> whether it be football, rugby, Josh is all over it, anything Windsor. 
Um, no, I mean, he really seems to be doing quite well, Jack Patterson, with, with the sort of men he has at his disposal, really. Um, and, you know, it says here, second place, that was a great sort of... I don't know how the match pans out, we don't know yet, but um, for, for them to pick up a win away, you know, it's just a great result for them. And, you know, that I think last week you mentioned uh, ITV's The Chase as as much of a, as a uh, example of what wins were doing and how they're rather looking up the table now rather than... Yeah, look, maybe we get to, to play the theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> so look, looking to uh, chase down Beaconsfield, That's aren't they? Thing. And I haven't seen Beaconsfield's result from the weekend, but there's every chance they've... Um, you know, they've closed the gap further um, to them, you know, and, you know, and once they get there, because I have a feeling now they will get to Beaconsfield and overtake them, you know, then, you know, Jack Pattinson will have to come up with another interesting yeah. way of motivating. Goes through players. all the game shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go try get another game show in there. Um, so hopefully not pointless. But, but yeah. <laughs> oh, right. They had one away before you know they beat old Patesians before the end of last season but but um, old Pats have been quite poor this season so um, I don't think it was any surprise that they went there in the form they were in and won but this was a real surprise you know chatting to him last week he was saying there are three teams that are kind of I think he used the words head and shoulders above the rest and Royal Wood and Bassett were one of those teams but well you know on the evidence of this then not head and shoulders above Above Windsor. Uh, so, um, um, and what did you make of um, Maidenhead's draw away at Ivy Bridge? Yeah, I feel like Maidenhead are, are, are very, very close to um, to getting things right, both at home and, and away from home. Um, the last two results away from home, they drew against Exeter University, and now they've drawn drawn away from home against Ivy Bridge. And Ivy Bridge are a decent side. Um, so on the face of it, that's not a bad result. You know, if they want to catch um, Barnstable and win the league and come first, I think you know maybe these very if they could have just edged these tight games away from home, they'd have been be in a much better position to do it. Um, but you know, the last time we spoke to David Mob Smith after a game like this, you know, the the Exeter Uni draw, you know, I think you spoke to him, Josh, and he was delighted with that performance and that result. So you know, I'm, I have a feeling he'll be pleased with this performance. I think well. I think he's really quite positive about sort of the draws and losses Maidenhead do pick up. As, as bizarre as it may sound, but they are picking up a bonus point or two in yeah. these in these draws and, and losses, and that's that's as good as a win at this stage. I think for Maidenhead looking to keep themselves up there. Yeah, it keeps them in second place. They're four points above Western Supermare. I think if they finish second, like we were saying, they they, they go into a playoff match. Uh, keeps alive their kind of promotion hopes uh, towards the end of the season. You know, I think that's, you know, having seen, you know, more than half a season now, I think that's likely, you know, what they, they'll be aiming for. I have a feeling unless Barnstable slip up, you know, that the, that chase is going to prove just a little bit too difficult. That said, Barnstable have still got to come to Braywood Park, so you, you never know, but... Um, you know, I think if they aim for the words of Kevin Keegan, they've got to go to Maidenhead and get something. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> so um, I just couldn't resist. I won't say that last week, but I just couldn't resist. So yeah, so I, I, th- I think you know they they're looking a good bet to finish second, and um, you know the you know the longer they can kind of hold on to the coattails of Barnstable, the better. Yeah, and just uh, we'll just rattle through the other results. Stone the World seven, Marlow nineteen. So a good, a good away Decent win. Decent away there. win, yeah. And uh, Slough twenty one, Gosford All Blacks thirty six. 
Um, Tadley 29, Drifters uh, 7 there in the Barks, Barks and Oxen Prem. Well, the Marlow results stands out because, you know, they they had this excellent win over Shipston before Christmas, 38-0, and then they looked to be closing in on a, on another away win last last week against Reading Abbey, and they, they kind of imploded in the second half and lost that game. But um, good to see them get back to winning ways on the road, and presumably they've got a home game coming up this weekend, and they can kind of build on that. Okay, and uh, that brings the uh, the podcast to a close. So pick up a copy of the advertiser on Thursday and the Express on Friday uh, to read the reaction from both the weekend and uh, Tuesday night's games. There's some good games on during the week this week, so uh, you know worth checking up on um, on those reports. And Josh, you're off to Maidenhead Tuesday night, is it? Isn't yeah, it? I am. Yep. So that'll be a good one to watch out for. Hells Owens, can they get through to that plum tie? away at FC Halifax Town we will wait and see um, so to contact us send an email to sport at baylismedia.co.uk or tweet us all on Dan at Darlington 10 Josh on at Joshua B underscore BM and myself on at David Lee underscore BM thank you very much for listening see you again next week